Lord, we thank you right now in Jesus' name. Uh, we glorify you right now. We will bless the Lord at all times. Let his praise continue to be in our mouth. Souls shall make up boast in the Lord. Humble shall hear them and be glad. And Father God, we just come right now. Thank you for this vessel. Thank you for Dr. Davis as we get ready to listen in on Acts 27 and 28. God bless you right now and keep you in Jesus' name. I hope you are blessed by the words. And I may be coming back a little later. But I'm sure it ought to be said once she starts speaking. God bless you and keep you. And has seen in a vision a man named Ananias. Now remember he can't see with his eyes. But he's seeing a vision. So he saw him coming in and putting his hand on him. That he might do what? Can God use you? There are some people who are threatening you, praise God, and people, hallelujah, who may be coming against you, and you may have to lay your hands on them so they can receive their spiritual sign. There are several types of blindness. One type of blindness when you, you could be born blind. Remember in the ninth chapter of Acts, there was a man that was born blind. Mm -hmm. And the first thing they want to know, who did sin? Mm -hmm. Who did sin? Why is this man blind? Because they were attributing something that happened to people saying that someone had sinned. And, and then another way that you uh, can lose your eyesight could be in, through an accident. Through an accident. You know, there are people who had their vision and, and something happened. And for that reason, they lost their vision. But there's also what we call judicial blindness. Judicial blindness when God will, listen to this, you have 2020 and God was, you can't see if God doesn't open your eyes. You can take this Bible and you won't be able to see if God doesn't open your eyes. And that's judicial blindness. Remember, we pray before we teach. Open my eyes and my understanding. So we can behold the wondrous thing out of our law. Now I'm telling you something. That's what we need to do. Ask the Lord to open up our eyes so we can see what's in the book. It said. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Glory to God. Did you hear that? My God in here. My God in here. God bless you and keep you in Jesus' name. My God. We're having technical difficulties on the tape. The enemy is kind of trying to come in and stop the word. I understand why. <laughs> because it's a good word. He's trying to come in and suppress and stop what God is doing by his spirit. That he can't stop the move of God. Hallelujah. Um, it's interesting now with all this technology. Uh-huh. The enemy still tries to come in like a flood. But I ain't going to let him uh, disrupt the word. We're going to uh, review and look at some things in Jesus' name. All these ways to be blind. In the name of Jesus. But I pray that you will see. 
Let's go back. Your mighty hand and giving us healing in our bodies, healing our emotion. Thank you for reconciling us and bringing us back to a place, my God, that we'll know how to praise you. We'll know how to worship you. Ah, we'll know how to worship you. My God, we'll know how to treat one another. We thank you for bringing us back again. My God, that give us ears to hear what you, what the Spirit is saying to the church. Lord, give the give us a hearing ear and then give us the tongue of the learning that we'll be able to speak a word in season. We bless you now for healing that's going forth. Thank you for emotion, praise God, that are being healed. Thank you for binding up the broken heart, setting those that are captive in their mind. We command and decree that they be loose in their mind. Glory to God. We thank you for giving us sleep. My God, some people have been robbed of their sleep. But we thank you, my God, hallelujah, they will sleep tonight. They won't toss and turn. Glory to God and be tormented. We give you the glory right now, Father. And those that are on their way, we thank you for traveling grace for them. We ask you now to open the eyes of our understanding and cause us to behold a wonderful thing out of your law. For the entrance of your word, bring it light and give understanding to the simple. We send your word to the hospital. We send your word to those that are in, in and out patient. We thank you for those that are convalescing at home. I thank you for moving in my own home. Thank you for healing my son. Thank you, Lord. I bless you now right now. And Lord, we lift up trees before you. We thank you for touching my body. There are vessels that are that are being attacked, praise God, because of the word of God. But we renounce the enemy. And we thank you right now in Jesus' name for complete deliverance. We speak death to infirmity. We speak death for praise God infection. And then we speak life back into those waters. For your word said death and life when the power of a tongue. We take authority. Thank you for the financial blessing. Some are standing in need of. Now, Lord, teach us and give us wisdom how to spend your money, how to be good stewards over. In the name of Jesus, we praise your name right now. Heal marriages. Bring mothers and daughters back. Heal fathers and son relationships. Heal husband and wife, Lord. Do it for your name's sake. Shut the mouth of the gangs. In the name of Jesus. Right now, in Jesus' name, Amen. If you agree, give him a praise on. Ah, glory to God! Come on and praise him, then. Come on and praise him, then. You know what you need, then praise him. You have to sacrifice a praise. It ain't about how you feel. Open your mouth and give God something. What?
said, let it go and do it now. Let it go and do it now. Oh, bless his name. Oh, bless his name. That's right. That's right. Lord to God. Some of you got decisions you got to make. You need to seek the Lord for decisions. Seek the Lord. Call upon him while he's near. Oh, bless his Lord. You can't praise him and stay cast down at the same time. Because the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. That's the word of the Lord. All of gladness for the spirit of mourning. That's his word. That's his word. Turn that son, turn that daughter over to the Lord. Turn that husband, turn that wife over to the Lord. Cast all your cares upon the Lord. For he cares for you. Hallelujah. He's Jehovah Jireh. He's the provider. He's Jehovah Tsikinu. He's our righteousness. He's Mekadash. He's our sanctifier. He's Jehovah Jireh. He's Jehovah Shalom. He's our peace. Lord to God. Thank you for your peace, Lord. Thank you for your peace. He's Jehovah Roha. He's our healer. Jehovah Raphael, he's our shepherd. Those are his compound names. Oh, bless his name. He's Jehovah Nisi, he's our banner. Hallelujah. We bless your name, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We worship you, Lord. We praise you, Jesus. Some of you have worshipped the Lord. Worship the Lord. We worship you, Lord. Let Rama take a praise break. Take a praise break. Because he's worthy to be praised. If God spoke a word, he's going to come to pay. It may be a millennium. Come on now. Where millennia means thousands. Uh -huh. Thousands of years can pay it, but God spoke it. Yes. Yeah. It's going to come to pass. Yes, it is. Yes. All you need is to apply the faith, and God give you that. Yes, He does. He give you that. Yes, Amen. Oh, praise His name. A lot of times before I even come to class, there are, there are afflictions that sometimes hit your body, and you don't feel like you say, Well, I don't feel good, I'm not going to class. That's exactly what he wants you to do. Yes, but serving God is not about a feeling. Come on now. Just don't walk by feeling. You walk by faith. You walk by faith. Glory to God. He know how to do it. Yes, he does. Amen. I love the Lord. Songs to let Jesus lead you. Let Jesus lead you. Let Jesus lead you all the way, all the way from earth to glory. Let Jesus lead you all the way. He's a mighty good leader. Yes, he is. He's a mighty good leader. You need to be led by Jesus. He's a mighty good leader. 
Before he left the earth, he told his disciples, he called them. He told them, and I've shared this with you before, and I feel the need to come back and share it with you again. He said that there are some signs that are going to follow you if you believe. Yes. If you believe, you don't have to make yourself. You don't have to try to imitate somebody else. If you believe God, some signs going to follow you. Don't think it's strange when somebody come and ask you to pray for them. Because they see the anointing upon your life. You ought to want them to see it. You ought to want them to see. You ought to walk in the anointing. Glory to God. And I want you to know that these signs will follow them that believe. But let me tell you something. Glory to God. You're going to find yourself when there's a call upon your life and God has anointed you that the enemy going to come in because you got to remember the devil once had you and if you haven't made a, a, con, a conscious decision to walk with the Lord you still walk with him you still walk with it you can't straddle the fence you can have one foot in heaven and another foot on a banana peel I'm telling you now you got to make a conscious decision Gonna follow the Lord, and the enemy certainly doesn't want you to acknowledge Christ and to walk 
in righteousness. Yes, yes. Old things start popping back. Thoughts. People you thought you had forgotten about. My God. Hallelujah. You'll run across old phone numbers. Oh, come on, somebody. <laughs> Hallelujah. You stroll through this and you'll find something. My God. And you, it's just as easy to find it, praise God, and delete it. Because there's some folks need to be deleted out your life. There's some numbers you need to get rid of. Better hear what I'm telling you. Oh, bless his name. But I want you to know that tonight that he said that there's some sign that's going to follow you. And, uh, and, and I remember uh, there were people who were making prophecy. And their folk will prophesy over you. So I want you to hear this. They'll call you up and they'll make a prophecy over you. They'll tell you the Lord going to do this and the Lord will do that. And he will do it. He will do it. He will not negate in the prophecy. But I'll tell you this. <laughs> if God spoke a word. The word of prophecy over your life, the enemy heard it too. Yes, he did. And you can get ready because you'll suffer for it. The name of Jesus. Go to Acts chapter 9 right quick. Acts chapter 9, and then I'm going to show you something. Acts chapter 9. I just want to show you somebody who had the greatest call upon his life. But I want you to see what the Lord said about him too. And this is the same tape that I was speaking of earlier. Acts chapter 9. Amen. Praise our great God. God is good. Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. Acts chapter 9. You know him before the Lord. Chamber. His name was Saul. And all of us got a testimony of a past life. <laughs> There's some folk won't let you forget your past. That's why you got to make your calling election sure. So people never let you live down what you used to do. Amen. Who you used to be. Praise God. But any man in Christ Jesus, you become a new creature. Old things are what? You still got the same hands. And you still got the same head, the same feet, the same legs. But now you don't do what you used to do. What you used to love, you now hate. Come on, somebody. So you got to check yourself because there's some things, amen, that you can ask some questions that you have to answer to make sure that I have made a transition. Hallelujah. That I've accepted Christ as my Savior. Amen. The Apostle Paul, before he became Paul, he was Saul. And, and uh, let me just show you something now. Uh, chapter 9. And then I'm going to go back and show you something else. And Saul, verse 1, said he was yet breathing and threatening and slaughter against the disciples of the Lord. He went into the high priest. Now watch these religious people. He desired of him letters to Damascus, to the synagogue. That's the church. Synagogue was a place where if you had at least 10 Jews and they gathered together, you call it a synagogue. It was like a church. It was like an assembly. 
So he went into the synagogue that if he found any of this way, and by the way, that was what they called what Jesus was doing with the disciple. They called it the way. The way. Remember Jesus said in the 14th chapter of John, he said in, in, in verse 6, he said, I am the way. So here you go again. That's why they referred to this as being the way. So when you see this in scripture, they'll talk about following Jesus. When you see the word disciple, the word disciple has the root word of discipline. So a disciple is a disciplined learner. You don't learn all of your lessons, praise God, on the outside. You got to come to class. Amen. You got to come to class. And I go back and refer to my own background as a teacher. And there were students, praise God, who didn't always attend class. When they came, they weren't prepared. They didn't have the books. And not only didn't they have their books, some of them uh, came, they would uh, slouch down in the seat, they would go to sleep. When they didn't go to sleep, they would distract, they would disturb other people. And that's still going on. When you come to the Lord's house, you've got to be focused because there's some distraction. Y'all better hear what I'm telling you. There's some distraction, so we need to know that. A disciple was a learner. And so they sat at Jesus' feet and yet there were things they didn't know after he left. He had to ask them, are you still without understanding? I've been with you all this time and yet you don't understand this. And I know how that can be. And there are people who they'll stand up and I want to thank and praise the Lord. I've been saved 15 years and da 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 praise God. And still they don't have the victory. Still don't have the victory. Praise God. It's time for us to have the victory. In the name of Jesus. That's where you got the victory. And listen, listen. Uh, uh, my, 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 my thought, and you, you hear me say this all the time. When you pick your Bible up. I tell you, get on your mark. You know, you know, you know this because you've ever been in school and you've run track. Get on your mark, get set, let's go. But I'm going to change that. Get on your mark, get set, let's grow. Amen? Come on, let's grow then. There's some things that we need to know that's going to help us grow. Amen. So here the Apostle Paul is and, and the Bible said he was uh, breathing out threats and he was desiring a letter. And in verse 2 again it said that if he found any of this way, whether they were men or women, he might bring them bound unto Jerusalem. Acts chapter 9. Bound. That means bring them back. Hallelujah. For what? Only because they were following Jesus. And you wonder why things are happening to me. Let me tell you this. Let me tell you this. Some of your own jobs, it seems like you just, every time you turn around, they, they, they're trying to write you up or they're watching and, 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 and praise God, things aren't going right. Let me tell you something. You're on that job because it's a ministry. You've got to know why you're there. And then they'll look for something, praise God, and, and, and if they're looking, let them look for and find what they're looking for, and that is you doing your job. Let them find it. <laughs> if they're looking to find something, don't let it be, amen, that you're not doing your job. Let it be that they're looking and you are doing your job. Hallelujah. If you're a child of God, you can't hang out like this. 
Because they looking for some reason. Yes, they are. They've got to bring an accusation against you. Yes, they are. But not only that, let me tell you something else. You need wisdom. You need wisdom because there are people who may have a problem, and I don't know why I'm going this way, it must be the Lord speaking, with management. Yeah. And they have a problem with management that they'll come and ask you what you think about this. Just to get something to come out of your mouth. And if they get something to come out of your mouth, they can accuse you and go back and say, you say it. Right. Never bring up the fact that they ask you that question. Right. Right. Let me tell you what the Bible teaches you. You need to study how to be quiet. You need to say to them now, you know, uh, do you know the boss? They may ask you that. And then, but you may say to them, I know the boss, but I don't know you. <laughs> Praise God. So before you open up and you start talking, you don't know who you're talking about. You don't know who you're talking to. Because everybody on that job don't have the same last name. Come on now. Because I remember there was a time when I was teaching. And praise God, I'm Davis and my sister was working in the school district. And they were talking about my sister, not knowing they were talking about my sister to me. It just so happened. Number one, that I'm saved. And number two, what they were saying was all right. Come on now. Are you hearing what I'm saying? And so with me being like I was, I edged them on. <laughs> I all I said. And so, so what about her? <laughs> oh, she is smart. And I said, for real? They said, yeah. I says, what you say that? What, why you say that? Because, you know, those activities that we had? Said, yeah. She did an excellent job. See, I was a facilitator. How you pastor? All right. I was a facilitator. And so after each one of those sessions, we debriefed. We came back. We talked about what went on. So let me tell you something. You better hear what I'm telling you. When people come in and they bring in folks to train you, after the training, they go back and they are watching you. Well, what about such and such about at that table? The lady with the red sweater on They may even know your name. I was watching her and she wasn't paying attention. They will check you out. I'm telling you because that's what happened. Just so happened she was my sister and she was doing a job. And I told them, one day I told them, I said, you know what? You are asking people to give you their opinion. And when they give you their opinion, we come back and we talk about them on these evaluation sheets. So I said, if you want them to give you the truth, then we just have to take what they are, what they are saying. And so one day one had said to me, because my sister's a seamstress and she used to make me little outfits. And uh, that's when I probably was like, uh, at that time, what? <laughs> About 7,500 pounds thinner. Anyway, she was making me strong, down, gone, down. She used to make me outfits. And so I would wear my outfits, and one young lady said, You know what? Ernie, you wear something different every day. And I remember my toy used to wear what every day? I wore flower every day. I don't know whether you remember those days. So anyway, and they were saying, said, Wow. And I said to her, I said, well, my sister makes my clothes. She said, wonder what she sold for me. I said, well, we have to see. Now, my sister's already in this class. Right. But they didn't know. I said, one of these days, you'll get to meet her. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I will introduce her and you can ask her for yourself. 
So we went for two weeks and this, doing this training. You know, I was one of the facilitators. So at the end of the training sex, sex, section, we had like uh, a ceremony. We were passing out certificates. And uh, we were applauding people as their name were being called. So when they called her name, and uh, we, were, we were all uh, shaking hands and congratulating them, I looked down the road at one of the facilitators that was uh, working with me. I said, this is my sister. She said, what? I said, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so I was teaching them a lesson. Y'all watch who you're talking about. And number one, if you're a child of God, you ought not to be running around talking about people to anybody anyway. Know who you're talking about. That the scripture teaches you know them that labor among you. Amen. Now there's some people that you have to have a confidant. There's some folks that I talk to. I talk to. Amen. And I want them to know they can talk to me. But I don't get out and talk their business. I bet you won't, you won't hear their business coming from me. If you trust me with your business, you ought to worry about me telling somebody about your business. And if I find out you say something that somebody told me, then I know how to handle that too. Amen. But we need to know, we need to know, praise God, how to ask the Lord to put a watch over our mouth and keep the doors of our lips. Amen. So go back to Acts. And let's see, you've just come in, we're in Acts chapter 9, and we're going to go now to verse uh, 3. So as he journeyed, he came near Damascus, and suddenly there shone round about him a light from heaven. And he fell to the earth, and he heard a voice saying unto him, Saul, Saul, why persecuted thou me? Now you hear this, don't you? Are you with me? Look what happened in verse 5. And he said, Who art thou, Lord? And the Lord said, I'm Jesus, whom thou persecuted. This said this, it's hard for thee to prick a kick against the prick. Now go back up here and let me show you something. In verse 2, he desired of him, talking about the high priest, a letter to go to Damascus, to the synagogue, that if he found any of this way, whether they were men or women, that he might do what? Bring them bound. But now down here, you see that the Lord says to him, Look what the Lord is saying to him. Why persecuted thou me? Because these are my people. And why are you persecuting my people? So he said, who art thou, Lord? He said, I'm Jesus. Listen, folks. You're a child of God. That ought to bless your heart. Because he knows whether you're being persecuted or not. Lord, have mercy, Jesus. Sometimes we want to take matters in our own hands. But he knows what we're going through. Go on to verse 6. And he trembling, and this is Paul. He trembling, he was astonished. He said, Lord, what will thou have me to do? And the Lord said unto him, said, I want you to get up, arise. I want you to go into the city. And it shall be told thee what thou must do. You know, that come a place where you have to trust God and be humble. Amen. Amen. God will knock you off your high horse. Pride go before destruction and a heart of spirit before a fall. Then he goes on to what he said, and the men which journeyed with him, uh, they stood speechless. They were hearing his voice, but they saw no man. And Saul arose from the earth, and when his eyes were opened, he saw no man. But they led him by the hand and brought him into Damascus. Now listen. He lost his sight because, 
The just, the just shall live by faith. So that means I'm going to use you, Paul, but you're going to have to trust me. Are you hearing me? You got to trust me. Somebody going to lead you and you not even know who they are. But you got to trust me. Folks, this thing is about trusting God. Let's go back and see what happened to the apostle Paul. Now, I'm calling that because that's what he was uh, before the Lord called him. He was just a man. Uh, 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 let me stop and say this. And God already knows what he's going to do with you. Yes, amen. He knew you were going to be sitting up in this class on March, whatever this is. 17th. 20, what? 14. 14. He already knew that. He knew that. Nothing caught God by surprise. Hallelujah. If you trust God and, and, and obey God. He'll feed you off the fat of the land. Go back to the verse and see what happened in verse 8. Saul arose from the earth and when his eyes were open, he saw no man. And they led him. Now his eyes was open but he was blind. Watch this. And they led him by the hand and brought him into what? Damascus. And he was there three days without sight. And neither did he what? I mean the man was fasting. God will put him on a fast. He'll put you on faith. Yes, yes. Hallelujah. He will. There'll come a time, praise God, when things can hit you so hard and all of a sudden until you don't feel like eating. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Watch this. Watch what he says now in verse 10. And there was a certain disciple at Damascus. His name was Ananias. And to him, this is what the Lord said in a vision. By the way, God speaks. In vision. God speaks in dreams. It's not the pork chop and always the greens that you ate. God will speak to you. So it said, he said unto him in a dream, said Ananias. And he said, behold, I'm here, Lord. And the Lord said unto him, said, I want you to rise and go into the street, which is called straight. And inquire in the house of Judah for one called Saul of Tarsus. For behold, he prayed. Even our righteousness. Yes, Lord. Father, we thank you right now for the word. Did not our hearts burn within us? And she taught us the word of God. Did not was why we blessed. <laughs> was you refreshed? Was you revived? Were you renewed? Did you think about it? you had to repent? All these things can go to your head when the, uh, when the woman of God, the man of God, just coming forth in Jesus' name to bless your spirit. Listen, this anointing is still in the earth. And, I'm, and, and no doubt the Holy Spirit. But I'm talking about the anointing that the Holy Spirit is putting in, this, in Dr. Davis. Hang in here with me. I'm going to give you about 10 more messages. Those of you who have been on the podcast with me. I'm going to give you 10 more of her messages. I'll do about 10 more and then what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you a phone number. You can call. Because she's still teaching Monday Night Bible class. How'd you know that? It Cabo. Because I'll be uh, going in from time to time just to hear and be refreshed and be renewed. Listen, right now in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, God bless you and keep you for the reading and the hearing of his word. Go back and listen to this one. Go back and listen to this episode um, 20 times. And watch God give you a double portion. God bless you in Jesus' name.